Hey, you made it. It's another episode of Arrow, Chapter, and Verse. This time we're talking about Legends of Tomorrow, uh, Season 2, Episode 1, Out of Time. Okay, so this opens with a dude trying to get to, as it turns out, Oliver Queen, Green Arrow. Dude turns out to be Nate Haywood, who is essentially, um, as he calls it, a historical detective who has noticed changes in the timeline uh, due to the legends. He points out that there was a uh, an atomic bomb that exploded um, off the coast of New York in 1942, which of course piques Oliver's interest because atomic bombs were not uh, fully created until 1945, and certainly they were not created by the Germans. So they get in a sub, I guess, because the mayor of Star City has that kind of pull, and they head down and they find the Wave Rider. Just the two of them, by the way. No one, no one else. Uh, they find the Wave Rider, and they find Mick, Rory, and Stasis. And Mick tells them what's been going on. And he starts with a little adventure in uh, 17th century France that smacks of the musketeers. Um... What uh, we we know that there's been some interference because Cardinal Richelieu's guys are attempting to kill Louis the Thirteenth with uh, uh, laser guns. Uh, this is weird because my take on Richelieu, as I understand it, is that he would have he was much more content to manipulate uh, Louis the Thirteenth than he was to try to kill him. But there you go. Uh, we also see uh, Sarah have a brief. Um, fling, we'll call it, with the queen. Uh, her... Okay, so Sarah apparently uh, is not unsurprisingly revenge-obsessed. She wants to go after Damien Dark, but we also see that the behavior that she was cautioned about back last season when they were in the 50s, and she basically got a, a nurse had an insane asylum to understand that she was uh, a lesbian. Um, now she's apparently doing that whenever they stop, <laughs> it seems like. So this is the thing that's happening. Um, so Mick uh, tells uh, Oliver and uh, Nate Haywood, by the way, uh, Haywood, Hank Haywood is, I believe, Commander Steele who's a cyborg who is part of the Justice Society. Uh, we might be seeing more of him later. I don't know. I have not wikied, so I have not found out. But perhaps we'll see more of him uh, this season, or see him at all, uh, this season of Legends of Tomorrow. Um, okay, so Mick says they were told not to go to 1942 by Rex Tyler, who then promptly disappeared. So that explains why we have not yet seen the Justice Society, which is disappointing because I wanted to see them right off the bat, but I'm, I'm not getting that, uh, sort of. Uh, and the um, the crew of the Wave Rider uh, has some discussions about this. They realize that perhaps uh, going to 1942 to stop Nazis with A-bombs is more important than... Um, you know, their lives, perhaps. Uh, so, of course, they decide to go to 1942. One of the things they notice is that Einstein was kidnapped. Uh, so they hatch a plot to kidnap him first. Uh, and that is Martin Stein, um, Mick Rory, and uh, Rip Hunter, 
are on the kidnapping Einstein duty. Although actually they, they start out with um, Ray Palmer and Sarah Lance. Sarah, of course, has done some digging on Damien Dark, so she knows where to find him. Uh, so she goes to do that, and Ray follows her, leaving the, uh, the three folks that I already mentioned to go to this party to kidnap Einstein. Uh, Einstein, when they get there, is being kind of a sleazy ladies' man, which is good for a bit of a joke, but I, I think perhaps slightly unfair to Einstein. At least I'm hoping he wasn't a bunch of Me Too nonsense. Please let someone be not a bunch of Me Too stuff. Anyway, um, but that was a little bit like, mm, okay, I mean, I guess you could put that in there if you wanted to. Uh, and there are a bunch of Nazi agents standing around uh, just waiting to pull out their, for some reason, it looked like silenced Lugers to start shooting at people. So when uh, Stein and Rory kidnap Einstein really quick, they do so, and Rip Hunter promptly kills a lot of them and then uh, sort of swashbucklingly grabs a, uh, a flute of champagne on the way out. Uh, Einstein wakes up in the brig of the Wave Rider, very confused as to what happened, but actually before that we need to check in on Sarah and Ray. So Sarah finds Damien Dark in a warehouse um, because, as the Flash puts it, uh, criminals love their warehouses, and uh, what he's doing is selling uranium to the Nazis, because somehow Damon Dark has uranium, and of course he would find the Nazis. So Ray uh, tells Sarah that, you know what, uh, I know you want to kill him, but you can't, because we have to stop him from actually selling that uranium to the Nazis. Sarah agrees, and they leave. And then we come back to Einstein, who's waking up. Um, basically, what Einstein does during this dialogue is he, he figures out that, um, that the crew of the Wave Rider are time travelers, and he also drops the bomb. <laughs> Sorry, did not plan that. Uh, he also reveals that he, well, he's the only man on the planet who could have helped them build an atomic bomb. Um, so I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, who was working on the Manhattan Project, you don't count, uh, his partner and ex-wife, a woman whose name I can't remember, thanks, patriarchy, uh, could also build an atomic bomb. So the Nazis have, when he was not available, just kidnapped her. Which means that the crew of the Wave Rider needs to go stop, stop the bomb, um, from happening, they appear on the docks as uh, the bomb is getting hustled to a U-boat. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of fighting. Sarah confronts Damien Dark and gets uh, gets her clock cleaned. Well, I don't know that that's fair, but she's she's certainly losing um, when the Nazis' superior firepower and the Atom's inability to disarm the bomb cause them to fall back. So the Wave Rider goes underwater in hot pursuit of the U-boat, somehow ends up in front of the U-boat and is being targeted by torpedoes. Uh, the Wave Rider apparently also has missiles that work underwater? Uh, so those get fired. Uh, they hit the U-boat. The U-boat launches the atomic bomb. Rip Hunter says, all right, so the, we're going to interpose the Wave Rider between the atomic bomb and New York. Hits a button. 
and all of the crew except for Mick Rory is scattered through time. Mick Rory is not scattered through time because he received a bullet wound um, on the docks, and uh, Hunter thinks he wouldn't survive because he's wounded, so Mick Rory goes down to the medical bay in stasis, which is where, of course, uh, Ollie Queen and Nate Haywood find him in the future. Um, so that's where things are left. We uh, Rip did not, as far as we know, scatter through time, um, and Mick Rory's like, well, we gotta we got to get everyone back, or whatever. And uh, Ollie says, great, I'm too busy to do that, but this guy looks like he was born for it. Nate Haywood is like, what, what? And Ollie's like, don't kid anybody, you've been waiting for this chance. And I guess Nate Haywood nods and, and goes along with it, and they all go. Um, so the first person they get is the Atom, Ray Palmer, who is stranded sometime the newspaper says jurassic but it looks like a t-rex which would be cretaceous um so they go grab him just as this dinosaur is about to eat him uh he's very happy to see them he's got a big wild beard and big wild hair um and they grab him and take him to the wave rider next uh they pick up martin stein and jefferson jackson i should point out by the way that jefferson jackson not involved on many away missions this time. He's mostly being, he's been tasked to, as the ship's mechanic, fix various items on the ship. He's annoyed at Rip because of this, but a conversation reveals that Rip is looking forward to a time, um, sorry, not looking forward in the sense of eagerly anticipating, but looking forward in the sense of acknowledging the possibility that he might not be on the ship at some point, and he wants somebody to know the ship's secrets. So that's why he's had Jefferson Jackson doing all sorts of mechanical stuff. Again, Jefferson Jackson, mechanical genius. Um, so uh, they go to get Martin Stein and Jefferson Jackson, who are in England in 832 AD. There is a child king who commands that they be beheaded for his amusement. I don't remember who was on the throne in 832 AD in England. I'm reasonably sure it was not a child monarch, but who knows? Uh, also, everybody's dressed like they're at a Renaissance fair, which is, you know, wrong, because that's that's not what they should look like. But the, the remaining crew of the Wave Rider, Wave Rider shows up uh, and gets uh, basically Martin and Jefferson out without anybody having to turn into Firestorm, which is kind of disappointing because it would have been a good idea to... I think it would have been a fun way to fuck with those medieval screwheads. Um, let's see, next they're going to get Sarah... Sarah is being hanged as a witch in Salem uh, for corrupting members of the community. Uh, she does a little wink and finger guns at one of the women standing by and then proceeds to beat people up before the crew of the Wave Rider shows up and says, hey, why don't you get on the ship? We're getting the band back together. And she, you know, eagerly agrees. So that's actually uh, pretty much everybody except for Rip Hunter, whom they can't find, and whom Gideon can't locate. He's left a final message saying, basically, bye, this is it, you're, you're the Time Masters now, uh, you've got to go deal with these, these rogue elements, and, um, <laughs> rogue elements. I'll explain why that's funny in a minute. Um, and it's not because of McRory. Uh, so, <clears throat> so they all have a, a bit of a moment, and then we cut back to the U-boat, which is damaged, and Damien Dark is standing there, and the captain of the U-boat is very upset with Damien Dark because they have failed, and Damien Dark has said they were incompetent, and he said his partner would have some words, and the captain said, but your partner is not here right now, and he prepares to shoot uh, 
Damien. But as he does it, we see uh, red lightning moving throughout the crew, and it turns out that Damien Dark is working with none other than Eobard Thawne, which is super weird because of Flashpoint, where Eobard Thawne was like, what did you do? You fucked around with time. That's gonna, you, you can't fuck around with time. Time's gonna fuck around with you back. And now all he's doing is apparently going and fucking around with time. So maybe it's different if you do it in a time machine. Uh, I don't, I don't know that that's the case. It looks like Thawne might just be running, but who knows? Uh, who cares? I'm sure we'll find out more later. Um, <clears throat> and uh, we return to the crew of the Wave Rider. Uh, they have convinced Einstein to reveal that his ex-wife is his partner. That way there will be scrutiny on her and the Nazis won't be able to grab her. Uh, he does reveal that his ex-wife was instrumental in a number of his um, discoveries in physics, uh, which will give her credit. And as Martin Stein says, no one's going to say you're a regular Einstein now. They're going to say you're like one of the Einsteins. Uh, because he is discounting, of course, the forces of the patriarchy, which even though Einstein has acknowledged his ex-wife, whose name I can't remember, uh, I can't remember her name. So there you go. Uh, um, that's that's what's going on. Uh, then, <clears throat> as they are preparing to leave 1942, they are stopped by the Justice Society of America. I could not identify really anybody in this except Stargirl, although it might have perhaps been Commander Steel with a shotgun. I'm sure we'll find out in the next episode, which I'm looking forward to. And I hope you are looking forward to the next episode of Arrow, Chapter, and Verse, as this one has come to an end. I'll see you next time.